Hey guys, going on? First down under here, Zach and Charlie, the king. Super Bowl 53 is in the books. It was named that, of course, after the amount of times that the Rams decided to punt the ball. Very good. In the first half. Dead set. Oh my God, what a snooze fest, Charlie. <laughs> Uh, it's in the books. The Patriots have their sixth Super Bowl yep. since uh, 2001. Brady-Belichick, the combination, proves to be lethal in a 13-3 victory in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm. We had a huge day yesterday down at the precinct in Richmond. Can you set the scene uh, for the listeners? We did. Uh, Benny and I rocked up quite early, and the chick at the front actually startled us a little bit, saying, do you guys have tickets? And I kind of walked in thinking, if we haven't pre-purchased, we're not going to get into this joint. This could be a real stitch up. And, uh, you know, everyone was around. There were lots of tables, a lot of, lot of random jerseys, uh, a few Adam Thielens, Ooh. a few Jamal Adams, a lot of New York Jets fans there, hopefully to see the demise of couple Brady. A couple of Chad Penningtons. A couple of Chad Penningtons, uh, a, lot of, a lot of Chris Harris's, kind of those, not Chris Harris, but there's a, a David Harris David, um, for the Jets. So there was, you know, there was a good vibe as soon as we walked in. Um, the issue of a standing priority spot, Zach, they they said on the website specifically, you need to pay ten dollars for a priority to... standing. Yeah, and, we were stressing uh, about that. We were stressing hard, and you know, we we you know we had me at six seven, so I wasn't concerned about getting a spot mm. somewhere close to where we were last year for Philly. And well, the Patriots. Let's just say, primo yeah. uh, venue. If you're looking for a spot oh, yeah. to celebrate the Super Bowl in Melbourne, uh, the precinct in Richmond has delivered a couple of years in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I can say that. The first time I thought I was just loving it because the Eagles got the dub. But yeah. uh, no, nah, they backed it no, up. No, it was good. They did well. They had the four dollar, uh, the four for 25 Budweiser buckets, yep. which, we, got, we, which we, we cashed it on the first time. We got off then, them pretty quick. <laughs> and then thought to ourselves, probably actually get more beer. Uh, for a lower price, more quality beer in yeah. it, with a Carlton eight dollar schooner. Cheers. So that kind of worked out well, and then uh, the game was underway, and uh, all the festivities were over within the precinct. Everyone was locked on to Jason Witten and Booger McFarland and the ESPN crew. Well, that was the disappointing part. I thought we were going to be getting T Romo. Well, that well, that was the decision we had. We discussed and Jim. that because if they did go seven mate, they wouldn't have had the HD, uh. which we said at length. Yeah. So I personally said I recorded it to get Romo's coverage, but I, I deleted the recording as soon as I got home. Honestly. That's Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Great call. Great call. Yep. Would have been better on mute uh, yep. with some music. I Absolutely. But I think that was one of the pros of the day, if there were any, that we didn't. The the precinct was just loud enough to so we couldn't articulate what they were saying. To drown out. To drown out. We just, Jason. We just heard all the 40,000 Patriot fans. And 2,000 Ram fans, um, as they so specifically said, Edelman and Brady said it was like playing at Foxborough. Uh, honestly, I think there were more Rams fans at the precinct than there were at the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> at least more passionate. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ. Can you get behind your team? I mean, cousin Funbags, he got in a little tussle. We'll talk about that later in depth. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, a lot, yeah. Of, a lot of key talking There was a lot of drama the in the precinct by the end. <laughs> I mean, I thought, I thought we were going to go out swinging. Uh, it would have been the most exciting part of the day, that's for sure. <laughs> Mate, we've got four downs as per usual. Today we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that's how we're going to split it up. In the fourth down, though, instead of throwing on a punt, Mm -hmm. no games to bet on for a little while, uh, we're actually going to be doing some housekeeping. We've got Mm -hmm. a lot of things we want to cover for you guys who have been uh, listening to us in our pilot season. Mm -hmm. Really appreciate it. We want you to be a part of the show. Got big things planned for next year. Huge things. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about that in the fourth down. But, Chaz, uh, without further ado, let's get cracking into Super Bowl 53. Let's do it. 
As we said, New England got the win 13-3 in uh, the lowest scoring Super Bowl ever. A lot of people saying it's the not-so-Super Bowl. Uh, very boring. Oh, yeah, they're really yeah. <laughs> doing well. Uh, oh, Bill and Brady get their sixth. Um, yeah. The uh, hero of the day, Julian Edelman, wins mm-hmm. MVP. Alleged hero of the day. I would argue maybe a defensive player might have earned that. Well, well you were saying that quite consistently based on the scoreline. You're saying 13-3 clearly. If there's, if there's a, ever a, a time. Exactly. A clearly a defensive player. I don't know the last time a defensive player won Super Bowl MVP, if they have. Um, but it was it was an absolute defensive showing from the get-go. I mean, offensively in the first quarter, we didn't really see much from either team. I mean, the Patriots, they say, I think they received in the first half. They received. And they, you know, they, they immediately in that first drive, we thought, here we go. This is a classic Patriots offense, offensive drive, similar to the Chiefs game. Yep. Sony Michelle getting involved early. Rex Burkhead, Burkhead on a couple of runs. Oh, uh, and then. Allow me to slow you down. First yeah. throw of the game, mate. An yeah. inauspicious start for Tom oh, Brady. He threw a pick. A drive. Yes, a pick. A I'll, pick. And I'll, I'm watching it thinking, this is exactly how you want to start. Mm-hmm. against the New England Patriots. Get them rattled, get them mm-hmm. on the back foot, get a bit of confidence in the Rams. They'll mm-hmm. be feeling themselves. You've got like a free drive here. Take yeah. some chances, have a bit of fun with it, and it's yeah. three and out. You did think that. And and to be honest, it wasn't a terrible throw. I think it was to Chris Hogan, and it got batted up in the air, and then I think it was Josh Johnson. John uh, Johnson there. Little, little, uh, uh, one no, of the middle linebacker. One of the Rams. Ah, uh, yeah, Littleton. Littleton. Littleton, sorry. Uh, he he was there, and I said to Pete, I pointed to Pete, and I said, this Littleton guy, he can ball. <laughs> and it was it was unfortunate they left the building after that play, um, similar to the Rams' D. But, you know, we immediately thought that this is exactly what they need. Get off on offense. Get them excited. You know, the Rams have, have lost the kickoff, obviously, and they're going to def- receive in the second half. But that was a huge point. And then the Rams did absolutely nothing with it. I think in their next eight possessions, they punted. Yeah, they punted eight straight yeah. times. One of the most prolific offenses in the league. Mm. Second only to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at Sean McVay like he's this messiah walking on water and guiding us to this new offensive yes. Yes. generation of uh, NFL football. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tell you what, we were smacked in the face by Belichick and yep. his big D. Mm-hmm. Brian you know Flores. I mean? Shout out to Brian Flores for getting the Dolphins head coaching job. Yeah, um, well, the Dolphins yeah. are going to be feeling pretty good. You remember last year, the Lions signed Matt Patricia after losing to Nick Foles, and they're Whoa. like, yeah, I don't know well, about this guy. <laughs> but uh, well, the Dolphins are going to be feeling good. Yeah, they do. And the Belichick coaching tree is similar to McVay in terms of legacy and status. I think we've heard McVay's coaching tree <laughs> at McVay's length got a bigger this coaching year. Tree. Uh, with Cliff Kingsbury obviously signing with Arizona. Um, and we'll talk about how they'll use that or how they'll butcher that number one draft pick later on in you know in, in sort of the March April part of the show but this Rams offense just completely anemic from the get go and I said this at length to people talking to the Super Bowl I said if Bill Belichick knowing the man that I do reading his book that I've read almost finished in a week this man is based on strategy he's going to go into this game with 2 weeks of prep and he's going to say you know what we're going to shut down this running game we're going to force Jared Goff to win this game on his own without McVay goddamn walking his Goddamn hand down the fucking aisle. Because that was how they played all year, pretty much before that Chiefs game. And then since then, their offense has completely deteriorated. And it's exactly what happened. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah. spot on. Uh, for those who don't know, Chaz has been reading the Belichick book. Oh, yes. Absolutely tearing through it. And He's I rarely read. Rant. He, he, he could rant and rave. Transport. He could rant and rave, and he has been. <laughs> He's been talking some serious shit. He's been loving the book. 
And, oh, obsessed. Well, you're absolutely right, and that's what happened. And when we look back on the season, you're right. Jared Goff hasn't played well for like two months. Mm-hmm. Turned it on a bit against the Saints uh, last a uh, couple of weeks yeah. ago. But that was when they were running no huddle. And mm-hmm. I found that they just didn't do it that much in this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe that would have been what helped keep the mm-hmm. Patriots on their toes, make sure Jared's not overthinking every throw, because he was missing guys that were wide open. The Brandon yeah. Cooks play comes to mind. And we might talk about this when we get to the bad. Mm. So I want to more focus on what the Patriots did on defense because that is uh, maybe the hero of the game. Mm -hmm. And if you could give the MVP to a whole unit, (laughs) it'd be a lot easier to to decide who got Mm -hmm. it because there were so many contributors. Stephon Gilmore, Carl Van Noy, uh, the McCourty twins. I mean, what a story that is. Imagine winning a Super Bowl with your twin brother. That's an incredible story. Jason McCourty was uh, 0-16 last year as well. What? With the Browns. Was he the Browns? Yeah. What? I mean, he forgot about which team he was on, actually. Yeah, and then he made like probably the play of the game, saving a um, uh, a touchdown to Brandon Cooks. No, that was uh, that was Harmon. Was it Harmon? Okay. Well, but I think it, Romo called it in the coverage. It was Har- Harmon. He came. It was that one in the back of the end zone. Yeah, had, yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone, it was. It was to chase him down. Yeah, but this secondary across the board, Harmon, the McCordy brothers, Stefan Gilmore, with that obviously that crucial pick at the very end of the game. Big pick and Goff a forced fumble for the big man. Yeah, Goff threw that ball pretty much exactly after the that exact same play. The the play before where he threw it to Cooks and Cooks literally had it in the bread basket mm-hmm. and just completely came up with donuts and. They went to that play again. Gilmore sat there, literally fell into his lap. And uh, that was one of the crucial mistakes made by Goff in this game. Yeah, back to this Patriots defense. Obviously, that defensive line. The Rams' O-line was one of the kind of the the hidden gems of this postseason, especially against Dallas, Mm. being able to hold up against the Dallas defensive front. But they just had no answers for for the Patriots. Trey Flowers getting off the edge. Yeah. Um, Other big guys, they got, come on, you got got to get the names. You got Trey Flowers. Oh, Dante Hightower. Oh, Dante Hightower. But I'm talking about hey, the Danny, Danny line. Shelton. Danny Shelton. The big you know, fella coming yeah. over from the Browns let's making him, moves. Let's give him some love. Yep. Uh, but, you know, all the contributors across the board for the Patriots. It was a completely unified defense. Jonathan Jones effort. doing some. He got eight tackles Jonathan on Jones the day. At number 95. Oh, yeah, the big fella. Yep. And, uh, it was just it was it was a perfect sixty minute defensive game from the Pats. I mean, considering the obviously the eight punts in the first half, I think to go into halftime and kind of giving this Patriots offense time to get going. I mean, you look at Tom Brady's game statistically, one of his worst games in a playoff. You know, it's funny to say one of his worst games in a Super Bowl because that's like pedestrian for him. <laughs> I, but I, I know, love that he has so nine, many Super Bowls that you really yeah. can be like, man, yeah, no, well, was worst thought, of nine. I thought 07 was better and. You know, he, he kind of got going in the second half. Um, You know, they get, got back to the Patriots' way in, in the second half with Edelman and, and obviously Gronk getting back to coming out of retirement, really, Gronkowski. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, but, he was uh, ramming. Yeah, he was ramming. I think I think going into the half, it was three zip. And, uh, it was. New England were up by three. And I was saying to Pete, I was saying, that as shit as the Rams have been and Goff and, and just general, it is incredible this team is down three points. And I was thinking, I was thinking it would almost be an upset if the Rams pulled it off. How well, bad they were playing. They did feel like, it, it did feel like for the whole game that the Patriots were in control. And they were. Mm-hmm. They had the ball, uh, I think, 20 minutes to 10 over the first mm-hmm. half. And to only be down by three. It had all the makings of the Rams coming out in the second half, putting mm-hmm. their foot on the gas, yep. making some plays, getting Jared Goff comfortable, making some halftime adjustments yep. here and there. All that it really equated to was three points in the third quarter. And that was all we got. Mm-hmm. It's, and it was... 
It was tough to watch in patches. I was thinking, you know, okay, McVeigh's gonna, yeah, as he said, make this adjustment. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna try something different. Gurley's not getting involved. There's clearly an injury there. And oh, we'll be talking about Gurley we'll soon. We'll talk about Gurley at length. But you know, CJ Anderson, the bowling ball, barely got out of the lane. He wasn't even a factor. And everything which was predicated on golf success in that second half was just non-existent. They were trying to get some play action going, but they hadn't sold the run. Mm. You want to talk about? We'll talk about the more negatives a bit later, but. The Rams' tight ends. I mean, they weren't even a factor. No. Uh, Higby and Everett. Were they playing? I don't even know if they were playing. They weren't even out there. But it was just coming out of halftime, you would have thought, okay, McVay is the offensive guru. He's got to come up with something different. He's got to oh. change this. The Patriots were all over them. And it just continued to be that same pedestrian offense. And you were thinking to yourself, what is McVay doing? When is he going to call a play? When is Goff going to heave it downfield? Draw a, draw a pass interference at least. Just challenge this Patriots secondary. Because they were just getting three and outs like it was God. It was like they were training in July. Yeah, in, in, in Boston. I'm just thinking, what's going? We're in the Super Bowl. Take some risks for God's sakes. Well, like it was just so that was, predictable from this team. That was the head scratcher. And again, it goes back to this Patriots defense, who were the MVP in my opinion, yeah. and they made Sean McVay look like Jeff Fisher. Mm-hmm. That's, they did. That's what happened. They did three points. Jared Goff looks like a bust, mm. and and now we're kind of back to where they were, despite mm. being in the Super Bowl. So. Man, tough break for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, bloody kudos to the New England Patriots because, yeah. look, uh, Tom Brady didn't have his best game, no. but he made plays happen when he needed to. And mm-hmm. that drive where he was hitting Gronk and Edelman for big chunk yardage mm. and ended up getting Sony Michelle to run in on the only red zone play in the, on the day, by the way. Mm. Sony Michelle, um, the, the Sony Erickson Michelle. Sony Erickson PlayStation. Sony, Sony PlayStation. Too, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he had a phenomenal game. He's carried the rock 18 times, had 94 yards. Um, one of them ripped off for 26, and he had the mm. only touchdown in the game. I know through the season we were hot and cold with him, um, as were a lot of sports fans, but mm. uh, I think he's proved his worth in his first-round billing yeah, at the well, end of I this think, game. I think it was also the injury cloud. I, I, never, I saw a few highlights of him in college. I think he was in the national championship game. And I always thought, yeah, he looked so much bigger in college. He came in the NFL, looked quite kind of smallish, kind of like that um, ex-running back for the Patriots, Gray. Jonas Gray. Uh, no, uh, was it Lewis or Gray? Oh, Jonas well. Gray. Might be, might, be, might be Jonas Gray. But he, you know, the last couple of games, especially against the Chiefs, he was a factor. Rex Burkhead, 43, 43 yards off seven carries. And they just had that perfect balance of, uh, of running and then knowing when to call, obviously, the passing plays. Like you said, um, with the 15 seconds left on the clock when that, uh, the radio communication cutting out, the Patriots' defense would just simply audible their D and completely put Goff under the pump. Oh, absolutely. And, that, yeah. and again, yeah, I think now is a good time maybe for us to, to pivot to talking a bit more about the Rams. But, yeah. I mean, finally, we should talk about the actual MVP, who you know, obviously deserving. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to take it away from my, one of my favorite players in the NFL, Julian Edelman. Mm-hmm. Uh, left the field with 141 yards, 10 receptions off 12 targets. The guy was unstoppable. They could not get a player to cover him. Uh, and to be honest, it's not like there are a plethora of other options for Brady to throw to either. Chris Hogan had an absolute stinker. Cordero Patterson wasn't doing anything. Um, who, who's the only deep threat they've got? Uh, Dorsett? I, I genuinely I don't, did, don't did know. Did he play? I, did I he think- play? Dorsett's not coming out from the stats column. He he was in the huddle at some stage. I, <laughs> I was, feel like I saw his head. No, but... I was going to have him at um at first touchdown scored, but I thought not. Yeah. Um, luckily, they only had two beers. One but, of the wiser decisions yeah, of the day. But as you said, it was almost like the Patriots were saying, "Okay, Chris, you just just take just take a defender, Cordarrelle Patterson, take a defender, and just yeah. literally stand on the outside." 
and leave the middle of the field for Edelman. Because well, Chris Hogan had zero receptions for zero yards. Cordero Patterson had two for 14. I mean, you think about that kind of game plan. You're just thinking, let's let's try get him to double-team Gronk. Let's just throw the ball to him enough times to make them think that he's still you know, alive and has a pulse. Well, the big man at 87 on the day Exactly. Anyway. So that kind of worked out for them. And then the yeah. rest of the receivers just took a, kind of took a front-row seat. Which I kind of loved that Brady went back to his, like, his bread and butter. Oh, yeah. We love a nostalgia trip. Oh, we love it. It's it, awesome. Yeah. And, and it was that mass, that gorgeous play to him, which set up the, the go-ahead touchdown. Um, which kind of told you the Patriots were on. It was a beautiful play at Gronkowski. And every highlight you watch, Edelman is literally wide open on every play. There was no coverage from the Rams. They had barely any answers for him. And I, this this kind of postseason that he's put in, obviously people are talking about the Hall of Fame. I, has to, I think he has to be in the Hall of Fame discussion now, only behind Jerry Rice now um, in playoff yards receiving. I think he's second with about 1,400. He was just an absolute baller today. And, you know... When I kind of saw Wes Welker coming up, I thought Julian Edelman is kind of like a, a you know a poor man's Wes Welker. He's completely surpassed him for me. Really? Yeah. I mean, and he made clutch catches. Wes Welker, the 2011 Super Bowl, mm, he couldn't adjust. And that's that's the adjust. debate. And I think that's really interesting because some people value. I don't really know how the football Hall of Fame goes. Like, do you mm-hmm. value championships more? Do you value uh, what you produce in the off season? Uh, sorry, the off season, the postseason more. Or do you look at Pro Bowls, all pro teams? All that yep. seems to come into play. Now, I would assume that if Eli Manning ever makes his way into the Hall of Fame, which is up for debate, but he has two Super Bowls, He'll make it. then Julian Edelman has to. Yep. That's my uh, my humble opinion. Now, look, there's a lot of worthy receivers, mm-hmm. but I mean, coming up in the clutch and being there when, when you need it, it's mm-hmm. really important. I know having Tom Brady helps, Yep, but he was the best offensive player mm-hmm. on the on the field today, that's just a fact. Well, didn't take much, but I think he was uh, he was incredible. His beard length is, continues to amaze me how he's relatively comfortable in that, with all, the, so all, the, all the sweat and, uh, you know, everything that's going on over there. But he, he's just... Eric Weddle vibe. Yeah, he just continues to frustrate me by how, how like, the position he's in being Brady's number one guy. And he's now won three Super Bowls. He made the incredible catch in Atlanta two years ago. I mean, can this guy have more Super Bowl plays? That's it. He's got some iconic you know, plays that were in clutch moments. He's probably and on I the, think that's why he's in the, the probably discussion. Probably on the Boston, Boston, right, uh, bus in Boston right now with his fucking tank top out. He's got his beard. He's got his chips. Oh, I just want Super Bowl MVP. Like, imagine going to the party. Well, you'd God never, damn big dick, Nick. You'd, like, you'd yeah, never, you'd, you'd never pay for a beer in Boston oh again. Oh, my God. Or the greater Massachusetts area. I get excited about a haircut I've just got. And this guy's <laughs> just, won the, just won the Super Bowl MVP. And... and uh, Joins so, yeah. an elite group. Yeah, he does. And it was actually disgusting how open he was. I would it almost... I'd almost turn to you guys and be like, you know, where's this ball going to go? And then it would just, it would just be Edelman. It'd be it's Edelman. always Edelman. And he'd just go on these little, little dink and dunks and then he'd just get an extra 15 yards. He'd just go back in the field, go out of bounds. And they just had no answer hey man, for him he throughout the, the entire clock. day. He and Gronk both making it look like it's 2014. And uh, that I loved. Dude, let's move on to the second down. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the bad. Yeah. Now, I want to start with the quarterback play in general. Because between Brady and Goff, their numbers are similar. Obviously, Brady ended up having a better game when you look at the totality of what they did. Mm-hmm. Goff, my God. I mean, we touched on it before. This guy is... Uh, can't read a defense is no. my understanding no. of the situation. And when he uh, is forced to make adjustments because the defense is moving around and showing different looks that McVeigh isn't picking up before the headset cuts out, 
he just looked like a little boy lost out there. His yep. eyes were wide. I mean, he's usually a pretty happy-go-lucky dude, but he looked stressed, overwhelmed, could not take the heat in that situation. Yeah. And there were there were flashes to him on the bench when the Patriots had the ball, and he just looked like the last kid picked in PA. <laughs> he was just looking up at the board, scoreboard thinking, I can't do anything about this. And throughout the entire game, he, he was just off. I mean, he completed 50% of his passes, but like you said, he just had no answer. He was throwing the guys almost in double coverage, or had a man directly on them. I, I just don't think Goff is one of those players who can throw receivers open. I don't think he's one of those guys who can who can readjust mid-play. Like, no. you know, I'm sorry to cut it back, but, but like a Rodgers or a Brady who can just kind of keep the play alive. I just think he's one of those system guys that has to have a beautiful play action established by Gurley to hit Higby on like a 20-yard route, or he has to hit an Everett, or, or a screen pass to, to Woods. I mean, you didn't see any reverses. We saw the all reverses with Robert Woods throughout the entire year. Didn't see any of that really from the Rams. Well, see, this is the confusing part. And we were talking about this in the last pod in that there might be 20 quarterbacks that would look pretty good under Sean McVay. Mm -hmm. And we're not trying to throw down Goff. He played very well in the first half of the season. And it's only his third season in the NFL. Mm. Like, you know, the, guy's, the guy can play. But when you looked at the effort that he put out in the field yesterday, I mean, from a Sean McVay perspective, I was just wondering, well, where are all these jet sweeps and reverse mm -hmm. motions and options and, and no huddle adjustments that mm. could have been made to get this guy going in the game? Because at no point did I feel comfortable as, uh, as someone who was cheering for the Rams. Trying Jared, to. I was uh, doing my best, mm. but it stunk. The whole, the whole game, they stunk. Can we talk about Todd Gurley? Where the <laughs> fuck? Where the yes, fuck yes, was yes, got Todd yes, Gurley? Morbidly injured. Like, he cannot possibly function. All week, all we heard yeah. was Todd Gurley is good to go. He's 100%. And he will play. He's going to truck thinking, him. Oh, well, look, the, the danger is, you know, the Patriots are very good at setting the edge, but if Todd Gurley's back to being Todd Gurley, as they say, well, yeah. then he's going to be a lot for them to handle. Yeah. At least you can get a couple of runs going so you can establish, keep the drive alive, keep the... The chain's moving, as it as were. As they say. None of it happened. He, they ran the ball a little bit at the start of the game. Then he kind of came out for Anderson. Then he went back in. He had one long run, I think, of like 16. He had, he had a long run. It was like the second play of the drive in the second half. And yep. he just did that, dropped the ball. And yep. I was like, I looked at I looked at someone. I was like, girl is on. Here we go. <laughs> this is what we're waiting for. This is the Rams' own. This is what we're talking about. You're only down by three at this point. I can see why you get excited. Yep. He's at the 40. He's at the 40-yard line. This is pretty much to, to, to put the game to overtime, as we said, quite consistently. But yeah. Todd Gurley, there has to be something seriously wrong with this player. He had no confidence throughout this game. You saw CJ Anderson on the sideline talking to him like he was his first college game. I wonder if it's a psychological thing. Because he hasn't run well in a yeah. little while. Maybe he's in his own head. Mm. I don't know. He had a better run in that Super Bowl ad than he did all game. I think he did. I 100% agree with that. That is a great ad. And calling yourself TG400... On Instagram, you know, that puts extra pressure on yourself. <laughs> you know, just go with your standard name. Um, and, you know, CJ Anderson was expected to come in and, and kind of lift the load. He had seven carries for 22 yards. Uh, this Rams running offense was non-existent. And uh, it's a simple math equation with the Rams. If the running game's not getting going, then, then Goff simply cannot do it on his own, especially when you come up against a Belichick-led defense with two weeks of preparation. Well, what they were really missing today was Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah. And that, you know, that reliable receiver. He's been missing him for a while, mm -hmm. old uh, Jared Goff, and having someone, a safety blanket that he can go to. Now, hey, credit to Brandon Cooks. He was making a few things happen. I feel sorry for him. This is the second Super Bowl he's lost in a row. Well, it's not It's not our fault he can't catch balls. He's got to get that, 
Well, Jared, that was Jared Goff's best throw of the day. He had eight receptions right? for 120 yards. He was, he was I get doing that. most out of the Rams offense. But I know what you mean. Look, mm. there are a couple of opportunities. Yeah, they would have been amazing catches in the end zone. Um, but look, yeah, if you're going to have any hope, then you needed to convert on those. You're mm. right. And you kind of felt like if the Rams got a TD, they'd get going. Or just some sort of score, other than a field goal. If they just Man, get if they something... got into the red zone, they yeah. would have got going. And that was the problem. They just didn't get anywhere close. I think they got to the 26-yard line. It was as close as they so got. So they didn't get to the red zone the whole game. Did not, there was one red zone play in the whole game, and it was a touchdown. That, to has, to be, that has to be a record. Do you know the, the coverage in Jim Nance and Tony Romo? I think it was Hecker's 70-yard punt. Yeah. And they said in the coverage, they were like, that's the most exciting part of the day. He just kicked the longest punt <laughs> in Super Bowl history. And Romo was like, how far was it, Jim? And he's like, hey, 71 yards, Tony. And that was the most exciting part of the game. I, I heard the coverage. The fucking piss was up. The fact, the fact that a punter <laughs> may be up for MVP of the Super Bowl, it really says a bit. Hey, the punters were great. Oh, John, Johnny Hecker was doing and a bit. Allen, is Allen? Allen? Yeah, yeah. He, he balled. He, Ryan he, Allen. He had to kick the ball. It just landed smack bang on the one-yard line, bounce back. That was incredible. I was like, that's baller. The fact that we're talking about these as highlights <laughs> says a bit. Like, genuinely, officiating. The officiating was great. I'm like seven scooters deep. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a punt. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, I said to you as well, quite tanked. I said, the officiating's great. They've really come a long way <laughs> since the Saints. Uh, they, good, did, they did clean it up. Yeah, they gave, they gave Roby Coleman one PI. I think they were just like, fuck it, just give yeah, him one. I don't think he did anything wrong. They'll balance it out. <laughs> I think oh, Sue like, ripped Brady's head off. He was I, like, give it to Roby. I tell you, one of the only times that it felt like the Rams were generating some offense, uh, one of their big the plays the got called back. <laughs> in the walkthrough. Now, what are they being, I think it was John Sullivan had a holding penalty and oh, like Sully, yeah. Yeah. Great it, film. it was just nowhere near <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it was just nowhere near the ball at all. Mm. And I, I felt like, oh yeah, geez, you could have let that go just to keep the game a bit more exciting. Oh, but... that was the running call. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we they, they, they pulled it back. God now and here's the other thing about Jared Govan. We've been hanging shit on the guy and look, he's twenty four. I'm sure he'll get better and whatever. Um <laughs> Playing for the Jags. But hey, Foles, don't don't, don't, don't take Foles, John. <laughs> Foles is saying you back off, mate. <laughs> I want that eight night. <laughs> That's fine for the taking. Gotta get this bread. I want this max contract. <laughs> um Oh my golf just took some horrific sacks. Oh God. We're talking about that for a second. Just if you're not gonna make plays in the air, Try at least bounce. Just throw it out. God, he held the ball for 20 minutes. <laughs> well, he had a kick for like 30, and then I was just like, I said to Pete, I genuinely said, I said to Pete, they can't allow a sack here. And it's says, Hightower comes in, 15-yard loss. Uh, and Greg, the guy like a big dick, great the leg to, to put it through. Yeah, they finally get some points. Yeah. Um, but uh, there were some terrible plays, and just inexperienced plays in a Super Bowl that you simply cannot make. And in a game where you've got 16 total points, I mean, you just throw that ball out of bounds. Yeah. And at least pretend like there was a receiver there. Rod just does all the time. He's like, Devontae was over there. Yeah, like, I, I swear, <laughs> I saw some green. It would turn out to be the grass, but I, I don't know. Lambo fear. You know what are you doing? They're very confusing. The colors here. It's not the, my fault. You got the yellow fence. You got the green wall. What are yeah, you doing? Come on. Come on. But, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of big plays. A lot of, uh, well, you know, there's probably five or six big plays. Yeah. Um, but the Rams... Yes, we 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 have this. We've had this ripping into golf kind of segment. Let's talk about the Rams D, okay? Let's talk about Indomitian and Sue. Okay, because I was gonna say before we tear them a new asshole. Generally speaking, to put it lightly. Uh, if you thought that you were gonna hold Tom Brady to no touchdowns oh, and interception, thirteen <laughs> points, 
You'd, you'd be, come away with a happy, good, pretty, pretty good defense. Yeah, you'd think you'd, you'd, any other game, this is pretty good for the Rams, yeah. right? Especially for a team that's averaged 33 points a game for the whole season. You'd think, all right, well, we're at least going to be competitive, if not, you mm-hmm. know, blow them out. Mm-hmm. I think the defense did relatively well against the best quarterback of all time. Okay. That being said, I like you what you're about to – I think you're about to make a point about the defensive front. Yeah, I am. And not I, getting, I, I, not I getting think... a lot of pressure on Brady. Did sack yeah. him for the first time all offseason. Yeah, they did. And we were, discuss- we were discussing – Postseason. Yeah, postseason. We were discussing in the, in the pregame just about, you know, player for player, how, how much more talented this Rams team is and how obviously with, with all the cap space and getting these contracts in with the keep to leave – uh, Marcus Peters from Kansas City had Ndamukong Sue, Aaron. You know, Aaron Donald was always has always been there, but these kind of big market players come into this team, and we kind of thought against the Cowboys and the Saints that this team was going to, you know, intimidate Brady and put pressure on him all day long. But they just couldn't get through this Patriots offensive line. And Ndamukong Sue, I don't know if he made many plays. I didn't see him much. I think Aaron Donald had one uh, sack, and no, I was like, I don't even think he had a sack, man. Oh, oh, one sack was it? I think he had one sack. I think Aaron Donald. Yeah, he had, no, he didn't uh, have I'm a sack. At Franklin Myers. Yeah, I was looking at. I was game. looking at John Franklin. Uh, but <laughs> so no sacks. And Indomitian Sue, you know, he had one tackle. Is that that's what it is? Yikes. I think he had one tackle, one solo tackle. And they're talking about in the NFL combat his legacy and how he can. He's no longer a laughing stock from Miami, and he's keen to you know leave his mark on the game. Well, he I left mean, his mark on the on the on the, on the bloody you know. Nice. <laughs> Got you and Dumakin. Absolutely stitched you up. Take you well, outside, look, mate. But I'm just and saying. Full credit to the Patriots offensive line, which proved to be the strength of the offense. Of course. Uh, of course. Daniel Andrews, number 60. Oh, the big fella. Uh, his first name. Uh, uh, One of the great um, premiers. Precedes me. Um, <laughs> I think Nate Solder, he's still walking around, isn't he? Yeah, for the Giants. <laughs> but, um, you know, they just, they just protected Brady all day and they needed to to get this W. Uh, the big 41-year-old dude, he was texting Giselle in about the third quarter, uh, what's yeah. for dinner, and, uh, you know, it was disappointing for this Rams team to come out the way they did, and uh, that secondary as well, Keep Tlaib wasn't really much of a factor, Marcus Peters, he made a few nice plays on Edelman, and, um, and I think it was Hogan as well, a few battled, battled balls, but, you know, Ibakum, another awesome linebacker that for the Rams that just didn't have enough of an impact. Dante Fowler had a couple of tackles for loss. I remember seeing yeah. him. You know, he was getting all excited. And again, this game was tight towards mm. the end. It was still 3 all by the end of the third. And we thought, ah, oh, you know, this could still go either way. Well, I think we still thought the floodgates were going to open the fourth. Oh, yeah. Well, t- yeah. To be honest, man, I-, I put down my schooner. I looked up. I was like, there's 10 minutes to go on the fourth quarter. How yeah. did this happen? Like, yeah. Like, it was the longest, quickest game ever. I, th- I thought it was incredibly long. Yeah. I thought we were standing there for a long time. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe yeah. I was just... It was <laughs> <laughs> totally missed the third quarter. Didn't miss much, evidently. Um, I think we were talking about I think da- we had David every, Andrews. I think, uh, I think every punt you drink, that was what you were playing. Yeah, <laughs> every time they punt, skull your beer. Absolutely tanked by the halfway through the second. Um, just quickly, center David Andrews, Shaq David, Mason, see, I knew it was a D. And uh, Joe Thurney. Oh, Joe Thurney, of course. Thurney. 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 Joe Thurney. Uh, um, making, making things happen uh, for the Patriots' interior. Of course. Um, what else can we kind of shit on the Rams about? Uh, we've done a lot, but through them. maybe we go to the ugly now. Let's do it. Guys, let's go. There's our third down. It's time for the ugly. Yep. Uh, look, there are a lot of things to hate about this game. Halftime show comes to mind. Oh, come on. I thought that was going to be the first down. That was good. 
Oh, really? You I loved think, it? I think out of it all, it all throughout that entire day, oh, I was, I mean, I was bopping get, the most. Don't get me wrong. It, it, was, it was the best performance on the day. Um, yeah. But again, doesn't say much. When you, you know, obviously every year you can't have Lady Gaga and Beyonce getting out there and absolutely tearing it up. No, well, it made me think the Panthers-Broncos, they had um, Bruno Mars starting with Uptown Funk. Oh, that was big. And his boys. And then Beyonce comes through and then Chris Martin to that's, finish that's off. That's pretty strong. Like, that's not a bad trio. And now we had... Adam Levine, Big Boy, and Travis Scott. Just, um, it felt like it didn't. You know, you know what the problem was, and we were kind of saying this during the broadcast, is yeah. they were absolutely shoehorned into that performance. You've got like. Who? Uh, Travis oh, Travis. Scott. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. Of course. It was just, it was just like, uh, I don't know. What, Diversity what's Maroon, quota. What's the Maroon 5 song that they were singing at the start that got a real good run? She Will Be Loved? I think it was She Will Be Loved. Harder to Breathe. Harder to breathe. That got a proper run. I'm like, God, you just had a song since 2005. What are you doing? Get Pearl Jam or something. You want an old band, at least let them have a bit of gusto about it. We'll say, great rig on Adam Levine. Oh, my God. The California tat. The California tat. He had it all gone. He had it all gone. He was trying to be black, but it just wasn't working for him. The singlet sucked, though. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, my God. What was going on there? <laughs> it was the ugliest thing I've ever seen. It was almost kind of a, a that, little That bit, a singlet little was worse than Sean McVay's play calling. Absolutely. And I was a little bit of dismay that he's actually performing here on this stage in front of all these you know, millions and millions of people. Yeah. And, you know, it just, it just felt too boppy. felt too pop. felt too, you know, Nickelodeon, you know, just too kidsy for me for a Super Bowl. Like, yeah. if you're going to have, like, a white guy, you have, you know, Mick Jagger. You have yeah. Elton John. You don't have... <laughs> You don't have Adam Levine. You know, oh, I love Elton John, but I just love that you were like, it needs to be a little bit more like hardcore, you know, like Elton John. <laughs> Give me some Crocodile Rock. <laughs> a no, I'm just saying. I'd love to say, I'd love to see Elton. That'd be fun. La, I'm all about la, la, la. I Imagine all the little black guys dancing that. Just get Bruce Springsteen every la, year. La, 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 la. Can imagine that shit. All the guys <laughs> just bopping around. <laughs> <laughs> Compton just bopping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's some marketing for you. But then uh, I think Travis Scott's entry was huge. Big Boy played a banger. I don't know what it's called, but it was an oh, old, old. I like the way you move. I like the way. It's a shame. You know what would have been better is just getting outcast. Oh, yeah. You know what you I mean? say that. Yeah, just, why wouldn't you just get Outkast? Forget. I, I know they haven't had an album out recently, but they're still better than Maroon Five. Look, Maroon Five's fine. Yeah, but, uh. oh, I think moves like Jagger really set the tone. <laughs> and uh, I thought it was great. They always do a good job. I was dancing at the end. I don't know what it was the Five Pints, but I was I was getting might, around it. We were singing. We were. Oh, mate, don't the get guys me wrong. The we were trying to get into. They were they were holding it back. I'm like, everyone knows the goddamn words. I was singing. surprised. I felt like there was a bit of, that you have reminded me that we we were singing. We were. I'm shitting on it, full, but we were singing. Full pelt. Yeah, and we were starting to get a few people around yeah. us. There was a bit of a swell, and I was Absolutely. waiting for it to explode like a tsunami of <laughs> like a like a flyer maroon five mosh. But unfortunately, it didn't go. But no, that yeah. was a bit of the ugly. Um, I don't think people were stoked. With it. And you know. Super Bowl halftime shows, it's not really for people who like football. You know what I mean? No, of course. You get all the nuffies that watch that yeah, and they just so tune in for that. And yeah, they're like, yeah, what? That's yeah. gone. <laughs> wow. Um, what's with this first down? But they, yeah, it was great. Uh, I thought Maroon 5 did a hell of a job. And uh, caps off to Maroon 5. I think, I think Levine would have put up more points than the Rams, to be I honest. Think, have we decided whether they were good or bad? I've been shitting on them. You've been saying they were great. Maybe it's I thought they the were middle. great. Really great. Yeah, I Didn't thought it they were great. Like such like a standard performance. Like well, there was nothing really a, that the, special. But in about a day it. of such boredom, I thought they really yeah, were right. great. So I guess if anything, they played. Yeah, on the I right thought Super they Bowl. were as good as the Today Show. I thought they were as, <laughs> as enlightening. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was Very a good. hell of a day. Do I want my annual leave back? Maybe. 
think uh, about it. <laughs> could have easily tough, just tough to get out there. Could have just year. refreshed the score on the phone at work happily. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking about all the potential matchups because we, you know, when we were looking at the final four, we said, "Geez, you can't lose here." Whoever goes no, to the Super Bowl, this is going to be a super exciting game. Mm. I think this was maybe the worst outcome. Possible result. Like, yep. Absolutely. No Agreed, doubt. Because it just meant no offense. No. Of all if the it, games. If the yeah. Saints were playing, I reckon Drew Brees would have carved oh, yeah. them up. If the Chiefs were playing, yeah. it would have been huge. Saints Chiefs would have been, like, been pandemonium. would have been pandemonium. The old Wade Phillips, Bill Belichick bowl of who can yeah, absolutely we, shut we, down the opposing We literally do not give a shit how yeah. boring this game is. No, no, no. We're winning it and is, we're taking home this ring. This is about territory. This is about working up and down the field. So, I mean, that stunk. Look, that um, man, really stunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if we're talking about the ugly in this third down, let's yeah. talk about, you know, sort of Sean McVay's entire yep. game. Uh, mm. Didn't didn't feel too confident about old Shawnee. No. Um, after the game, he said he was our coach, playing simple. Well, now, I don't want to shit well, on the he's guy. Good. He's 33 years old. Yeah, exactly. All right? And he's done amazing things with the Rams over the last two years, and mm. they're going to be back. That being said, wowee. What a time to put up your worst game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Belichick does. Yeah. Uh, the master of strategy. He takes away your best option. He took away every option. As 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 uh, Sun Tzu says, all battles are won before they're fought. Oh, and uh, that's just Bill Belichick. It's his mantra. He's got it above the Patriots locker rooms around the stadium uh, at, at Gillette Stadium. And he just put it, he just, it was just pure outcoached, outsmarted. And the guy's it got was, 30 years to pick up uh, exactly. and, and get to Belichick's level. Cut so. in some slack. You've got Tom Brady on one side. You've got Jared Goff. Yeah. I mean, you're playing with house money. And I think Sean McVay, uh, yeah, I think he's been fantastic this year and what he's done with this team and this Rams organization, considering where they were three or four years ago in the depths of despair with Jeff Fisher. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it's a, it's a great credit to how far he's taken this team. Obviously, you know, I think he's going to learn from this experience. I think being being a coach in the Super Bowl at 33 is incredibly invaluable. I think he'll be back with this Rams team very, very soon. I yep. do not see this team struggling. I think they'll have to obviously add whether that's, you know, developing golf even further, and that'll take some time. But I think the Patriots, this was kind of their last one. I mean, we say it every year, but I think... I, would t- I was texting you last night. I was like, this is the yeah, this is the end. This is the legacy cutoff. Six Super Bowls, like there's no it's way, pretty tidy. There's right no way now. you can make ten. I did say that if Brady wins again next year, I'm pretty sure that Michael Jordan's going to join the Warriors. Yep, just to I just wouldn't to blame keep it him. up. I wouldn't blame him. Wow, he's probably on the phone to KD right now. Man, he could, he could shoot a couple of jumpers. That could help. He could. I could win a bloody ring with the Golden State Warriors. Absolutely, mate. Uh, yeah. I'm as good as Sean Livingston, but I think that uh, I think McVay will learn. It was yes, yeah, so it did. I don't think it's completely damaged his reputation. It is Bill Belichick. He's gone up against the best. With Brady and, you know, it, you know, it's a devastating loss, but uh, there's definitely some strong signs for the Rams and the Chiefs. And I think the Saints are going to be back next year. And uh, before we get anywhere else, Rogers has uh, missed his, doesn't need surgery on his left knee. So the Packers will be in the Super Bowl next year. Heard it here uh, first. You know, he was there. They, Watch they, out they, for they Lafleur. Watch out for Lafleur. So a lot of different variables. We say, the pa- we, say, blood. we say the Patriots are done. Charlie says for sure, are. but I'm I'm pretty confident that. I it. I disagree. They're back next year. You think they're back? Totally. They get they get twelve draft picks. They're gonna restock, reload, sign some wide receiver. I don't know. Antonio Brown. Uh, they're gonna draft a couple of tight ends. Tell you that right now. Yeah. Um, you know who one of the big losers of uh, yesterday was? The Cincinnati Bengals. Hey, Zach Taylor is no scrub. Zach Taylor was the not not the offensive coordinator, but the quarterback coach. Yeah. Of yesterday. Had that quarterback look over the last two months? Yeah, okay. Well, this is like, again, he's up against Belichick and he's just Garrett Over the last two now. months. 
Not great. Not great. Not great. Great. They didn't have Cooper Cup. Unlucky. <laughs> Well, unless the Bengals sign Cooper Cup, I think they're well, going to be in some serious. I, I think the Bengals should be excited because it's a bit uh, of a Matt Patricia situation. You know, the AFC North is really worsening with the Browns uh, with, yep. and the Steelers, obviously on a revenge tour next year yeah, with, all the, with all the shit they went the through and the Lamar. Ravens struggling to understand their offense even more with yeah. Lamar. You know what? And this, that defense. This, so this has know. this has a real Ben McAdoo smell about oh, it. Oh boy, I'll be very stunned if this time next year we're still talking about it. Who? Oh, Zachy Taylor. Zachy Taylor. He'll be coaching. He'll be coaching Appalachian State. Could could be one and done. <laughs> I'd like to see what like the props are for Zach Taylor's career with the Cincinnati Bengals, oh, or boy. potentially Cliff Kingsbury. But yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. But they get yeah they get the number one pick and Fitzgerald. Help. Larry Fitzgerald's just signed off another year. So has he actually? Yep, probably another year. Can't retire. He's twenty seventh year with the Cardinals. <laughs> Still he there. Just, that dude just wants an American a football life. He's already got one, but they're, they're going to be. Just gonna, say, it's going to be a two-part series. Absolutely, he's had two. If you want to talk lives. about modern-day slavery, you talk about Larry Fitzgerald playing for the Cardinals, playing for the Arizona Cardinals, giving up, giving up everything. It's a touchy gag. They're bringing up, giving up everything to bloody <laughs> blood, sweat, tears. I see what you're trying to go with. Yeah, here. I reckon he, I reckon he'd be stalking. Santa, he'd be stalking San Antonio Holmes because all this pain he's been through, and to give up that Goes Super Bowl. Oh God, it'd be filthy. Yeah, he, he would be. Mate, any other uh, any other uglies? Our multis? Well, do we want to talk about the precincts and what happened? Oh the my god, we haven't talked about the precincts yet. We haven't. <laughs> Charlie, can you set the scene? Well, so yeah, cousin Funbags is obviously mad. Rams was getting quite into. It. I think we're about if half you've, half. You've listened to the podcast. The... We've had him on a couple of times. Yeah, he, we've had him he on loves a, the Rams. He's on very excited times. about this game. Yeah, he was pumped. He gave me the um, the. Uh, Quinn, yeah, the Robert Quinn, Robert jersey. Quinn jersey. Zach had the Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Um, I think someone else. I think that was it. No, and then uh, there was a Sam Bradford jersey. Oh, for Ben, and he was wearing old yeah, Aaron Donald. Ben, and he had Aaron Donald. So he had the he had the uh, the the Rams, the retro Rams, which I love. I love that jersey they wore yesterday. If there's one thing they did the best, right, yeah, <laughs> you beat me to it. It was the colours. Uh, and we're about halfway through the third quarter. I think everyone's on their sixth or seventh schooner. Um, it's getting a bit testy. The Rams it offense is just getting nowhere. Was it was tense. tense, right? And uh, to our left, there were these three dudes, probably in their late forties. Um, one with a token Boston Red Sox cap, probably never watched a Patriots game or knows a Red Sox player. Uh, another Fonk, who was like the perfect lanky, unfit guy, but like a shit rig, like a dad bod with um, Jeez, like really a... thin arms. Wow, you're really going. He had a backwards voice. cap. He had a backwards cap, and this other Fonk, um, who was just so pale, it just wasn't. You couldn't even put it into terms. You had to be there. Um, and this guy with the Red Sox cap was sitting next to Pete and they had their reserve table. I think they paid, I don't know how much they paid for it, but yeah. this guy just started clapping furiously in Pete's ear, like ridiculously close. Yeah. And I didn't hear it that well, but the way Pete says oh, it, the way Pete it. says he pretty much just threw his beer on his head. Um, <laughs> Slapped him in the face. So he started clapping and Pete turns around and, and I turn around and I'm like, oh, Pete's just, you know, having, having a gag and he's, 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 he's gets fully getting into him saying, mate, you just don't do that. All right. This is a serious, this is a serious <laughs> game. I'm trying to watch the game. Can you bloody piss off? He's like, mate, we're just having a laugh. We're just having a laugh, mate. Calm down, mate. And he's like, you absolute nuffies. And he goes, the other bloke, he's going, you're 47, mate. You got a backwards cap. I had a backwards cap on. He goes, your mate's got a backwards cap. And he goes, yeah, he's 25. And it just consistently <laughs> got worse. I stuck the arm out to keep Pete away from this guy because they're going to throw down. Pete's getting into it. It, it was, the, Pete the got tensions were rising. Yeah, Pete was 
yeah. doing the escalating. It was like, if we're not going to win the Super Bowl, I'm going to knock someone out. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go down swinging out of this precinct. And <laughs> <laughs> this guy just kept egging Someone's going to make a connection yeah, go just, for the rest. He, just, he just said, don't be a dickhead, mate. Don't be a dickhead. I'm just like, Pete, just, just bring it in. I think I told him to bring it in about 85 times. Yeah, and then they started doing the whole, like, listen to your mates. Yeah, listen line, to your mate. You're, like, you're going to make me stop holding this guy back if you yeah. pull that shit. Don't exactly. do the listen, listen to your, to your mate. mate. Calm down. Stop being you know, the drama queen, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Pete was, Pete was just losing it. He got worse and worse. I was like, I thought he was going to settle. I thought he was taking the piss initially. I did too. And they just continued to go at him. And then, you know, Pete was like, how much do you rent for this table? Like 150 bucks. And the other guy's like, I know the owner. I can get you kicked out. And it just, I just we kind of brought it in. And then at the end of the game, this guy was just shaking Pete's hand. I think they had a half hour chat. And I was like, there's no integrity there. He completely disgraced himself. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't shake the hand. You just walk off. Oh yeah, they had a chat for like fifteen minutes after the game. They really were like best mates. I thought you suck him off in the bathroom. You, they, they had a good call on Pete. Ah, oh, yes, they did. Because uh, there was a lot of shit talk. Yeah, they said uh, you still got the crinkles on your jersey. It's the first time you've opened it. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was good. It was a clean jersey. I'll use that. Yeah, I'm. I'll, I'll use that. Hold on to that. Credit to them. Yeah. Where, where it's, it's amazing how when you are the most pissed, the best calls come out. They do. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, so natural. This was like uh, just so many white dudes. They were whiter than the Patriots. Oh, that was so call. white. It was so embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, all of us. Yeah. yeah. And then let's no not one forget. Was throw a punch. Let's not forget. Two minutes to go. You know the precinct is pretty. It's pretty sweaty in there. You got all these dudes. And I'm, I think Goskowski just kicked the field goal to put him up 13-3. Rams had no timeouts. Yeah, it was all over. So I'm like, I like stuff. So I, I take the Quinn jersey off. <laughs> That's right. And I've still got the Rams hat on. So oh, like, my God. So I'm like, I don't know what I was thinking. Looking back, I was like, what an idiot. <laughs> I was such like, a bad move. So yeah, no, let me paint it. The Rams are in like a big hole. Game's not over. Charlie, we, we are standing in front of everyone. There's probably a hundred people behind us. We're at the front you of the You can't exactly miss me. No. And yeah, there's this six foot five guy wearing a Rams jersey, takes it off after the absolute, like the kick that iced it basically. And everyone just started hanging so much shit on you. All the Jets fans. And trying to say, I'm still wearing the hat. I'm still wearing the hat. As if that makes it better. I was pointing at the logo. I was like, still got the hat, dickhead. <laughs> like, You're a bloody Jets fan. That <laughs> was good stuff. I, was, uh, I wish no, I had. Great. I wish I brought my Pats hat and just chucked it on. That would have been, that would have been ultimate. <laughs> Before the game finished. If you, put on, <laughs> if you put on a Patriots jersey in front of everyone, it would have been a pisser. <laughs> just a Randy Moss jersey. Dead set. I think that's actually what we should do next year. Is bring one of each jersey and hope yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it was just such a like up. eight pints deep. You're not even thinking. No. Whereas dead so you're like, can't do this. Yeah, can't do this. <laughs> just just like, suicide. Just wear it proud. It's up the loss. <laughs> I'm a bit sweaty. You know what? That's enough for me. We've lost and I'm a bit hot. It was like someone with a pin holding the ball on Anzac Day at the G. It was like, boy, are you, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, like, What's the problem? What's all that, boys? <laughs> just, just a little sweaty. Both teams are trying very hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for the football. And Maroon 5, evidently. Oh. Yeah, it took your shirt off quicker than Adam. That was good. Um, very good stuff. Well, mate, I mean... Have, we probably haven't talked enough about the greatness of Bill Belichick. Um, I want to I quickly say, you got to think that he was loving this. Oh. When when you think back to uh, the whole, um, oh god, who's the who's the bloody good looking kid uh, plays for uh, San Francisco 49ers? Jimmy G. Whole Jimmy G situation. GQ. Where, you know they were thinking about getting rid of Brady and keeping Jimmy G and trying to win a Super Bowl. So it wasn't all about Tom Brady anymore, potentially. Maybe Bill was trying to cement his legacy. Well, they're saying in his book that Belichick always wanted to play Garoppolo and prove that he could win Super Bowl without Brady. Right. 
I almost, think almost being like, when's this dude going to retire so I can validate myself as a coach? He's, he's on being on the record to say that. Really? Yeah. Just well, like assistant coaches and stuff. Are you kidding? And that's insight yeah. from the book. We wouldn't have had that. We have really. that. I like yeah. that. Well, that's what I felt like this Super Bowl was because he basically mm. did win it without Tom Brady. Oh, absolutely. The credit goes to Bill Belichick here. Mm. Now, obviously, Tom Brady made some plays and mm. you need to score on offense to make things happen. And, you know, they got the 13 in the end. Mm. But it was keeping one of the most prolific offenses to three points. Uh, and having the lowest scoring Super Bowl ever. I mean, that's exactly what a guy like Bill Belichick, who believes in doing your job, special teams, and defense. Mm-hmm. And that's what this whole performance was. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's pretty cool to be watching, you know, the greatest of all time. Exactly. The greatest it. coach, the greatest quarterback. And I wish that, you know, the book only covers the five Super Bowls. I wish it would cover, you know, the sixth and, and add a chapter. Exactly. Another chapter. And now he's obviously won eight Super Bowls in total, two at the Giants as assistant coach under yep. Bill Parcells. And uh, there's just no discussion now. And, and y- you'll wonder, I think it's one of the greatest coaches that's ever lived across any sport, to be honest. I don't know. I don't, couldn't tell you another coach who's been as dominant as Bill Belichick. Yeah. Maybe um, Pat Riley, maybe. I mean, you got your, yeah. you know, I can't, I can't really remember. But uh, Oh, uh, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson's good. But uh, just the way he's done it and any just AFL the consistent, equivalent? I don't know. Oh, Clarko. Yeah, that's what I was, yeah, like, was going Lee to. Matthews. But, yeah. Lee but they were like three years. Yeah, it's t- Well, Clarko's got been, four. But like, Bill Belichick's been, been good for 17 20, years. 20 years. Yeah. 20 years. Yeah. It's absurd. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Very You wonder what would happen if he didn't have Brady. How many he'd win? I still think he'd be pretty good. Yeah. Man knows how to run a team. Yeah. He says as well, back to the book, if he had a guy like Rogers, imagine how, he, how well he would have gone. There's all these jabs at Brady. Really? It's like, Bro- Rogers is far more talented. He can get out of the pocket. He's, Wait, got a better, he's got a better arm. Belichick said that? Yeah. Wow. It's like, imagine if I had a Rogers or I had Roethlisberger, would I be just successful? Huh, interesting. Yeah. God, no wonder there's tension in the yeah. building. <laughs> God. But, you know. It, you guys are running out of fingers to eat Super Bowls on. All right, relax. Yeah, credit to him. Everyone who hates the Patriots, you, know, you understand history and, and legacy. I'm all about it. I was I was glad to see them win. The Rams oh, will yeah, be back. Yeah. Patriots will be Maybe. back. I mean, we say the Rams will be back, but Atlanta's never going back. <laughs> oh, sorry, you say the uh, the Rams will be back, but Atlanta we didn't come back. They had a great offense and a great season. Seattle hasn't been hand. back yeah. since uh, 2014. Mm. I thought they were pretty good. Well, yeah, Wilson's due it's for a big... It's tough to get back. Yeah, it is. Wilson's due for a big extension. That's going to be huge. Panthers and, haven't uh, been back. Broncos haven't been back. Oh, God. Makes you depressed. There are all the garbage teams out there. Well, when you compare you know them to the Patriots, yeah. it's like... Uh, Imagine how many more Super Bowls so many of these like great quarterbacks would have, like uh, you know Roethlisberger, oh, yeah. Rogers. You got to listen. Everyone's got to listen to Steve Harvey's opening monologue at the NFL. Oh the NFL yeah, awards. I actually I'd it's hilarious. What, I didn't mind it. He talked he's, a bit about himself for a while there, but he's a funny. Dude. But he was like, everybody in this room is here because of Tom Brady. He's like, yo, all hadn't figured out by now how to kill Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> So everybody in this room, all the money you got, you got to kill Tom Brady. That was funny shit. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed that. Oh, man. It's hilarious. It's so good. Well, hey, that's dusting off uh, the most boring Super Bowl in the history of the game. Yep. Look, I'm sure people who are huge, intense nerds about football and absolutely love the stuff will love that Super Bowl potentially. I felt like I just didn't have that many highlights. But if you like a bit of defense and some good punting, shit, this was a Super Bowl for you. Yeah, if you want to learn how to punt. Yeah. yeah. Watch this. Yeah, the punt bowl. Mm-hmm. But, uh, hey, full credit to the Patriots. Congratulations to all the fans out there. Uh, from here on in, on first down under. Where does, that's the end of our well, pilot the, season. That's mate. the end of the pilot season. Which and brings us to fourth down. Exactly. 
bit of housekeeping. Of course. House, couple of, couple of things. Being. Couple of things to discuss, Chas. Mm. Because now, obviously, the format changes uh, for it those does. listening at home. The game changes. The game. The game does change. Change the guard. Um, Chai and I are proposing right now. What is to be of the first and on the podcast? Things are going to ramp up for our second season, and it starts with the free agency. Yep, we're going to be doing a preview show before the start of free agency. We will be recapping the first day or first couple of days of free agency as well when that drops. Very excited for that. We'll be covering the draft. Pre-draft, post-draft analysis, and then before the season, we'll be running through our picks. We'll be running through... We'll run through training camp. We're running yeah. through big news, big news stories. Signings, running through everything. cuts, injuries, yep. the Who's whole deal. Who's dating who, who got arrested for DUI. Yeah, how many drugs uh, were done, how many PEDs four, are who gets there. A four-week suspension. Uh, exactly, you know, how many San Francisco 49ers players are arrested. Yeah, how many, how many times Olden Smith yep. uh, tried to hit a cop. Will Oakland play in a stadium next yep. year? Probably not. Yep. All, yeah, there's all a lot of, of good things. All this, it'll probably, two weeks, uh, every two weeks we'll be putting out a pod. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, we're going to be getting a lot more active on the social media yes. channels. We're going to be, uh, the, the YouTube channel is going to be going up. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to see our filthy mugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we wanted to get you guys involved a bit more as well. And I feel like the it's been a one-way track mm-hmm. so far. Don't you reckon, Chaz? I agree. And a bit of a channel going. Two-way street relationship. Exactly. And uh, I think we need a name for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a tribe. Mm-hmm. So I've got a few. When you, you, you let me know. So, like yep. for example, you know you, you you're listening to the podcast. You know we call you the podcasters, or you know the castaways, or the, you know, the mm-hmm. cast whatever. I don't know what so, something yep. to do with cast. However, you know full cast, the ensemble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking uh, something to do with first down under. Yep. So first one I thought of was the downers. Okay, that's controversial. Yes, controversial. Can't go with that. Insinuating that they. Have something. I know. I just thought you know you're down for yeah. football. Blah blah blah. What about you? Dun- until I said it out loud, did I realize? What about you? Could yeah. be on the line. What about you? Dun- Dunder Mifflin's first Sorry. down under. Dunder Mifflin office office oh, company name. Dunder yep. Mifflin's. Dunder you Dunders. You Dunders. First down unders. First down. Oh, you Dunders. Dunder Mifflin's. Oh, now um, uh, another one. Uh, the chain gang. Chain gang. First down. Chain gang brings out the chains to measure. Kind of reminds me of darts. Well, the cha- <laughs> chain gang. Chain Gang is the name of uh, people who like John Cena back in the day. Oh, okay. Which I thought, I don't know, I don't want to step on any WWE yep. shit, but hey, Chain Gang, good work. Yeah. Had another one, The Firsts. So the First like, is good. You're in The Firsts. Yeah, you're in The Firsts. That's like, you know, the, the, the Max top, Ungers. The top seed. Max Ungers. You're Max First Down Ungers. The <laughs> Land Down Unders. Land Down Unders. Oh, The Firsts. You've made The Firsts. Congratulations. You're in The First. G'day, Firsts. Okay, nah. firsts. You're in the firsts. What would you say you're about the, the firsts? firsts? It's definitely a TBA. The first 58, <laughs> first 53. I love your enthusiasm, but I think it's going to take time. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's why we need your help. That's guys. why we have the off season. Well, it's why we have the fans. That's why we <laughs> the, the great fans. Hey, if you've got a name that you reckon would work, hit yeah. us up on uh, firstdownunder at gmail.com. That's, that's the one. Yep. Or go to firstdownunder Instagram, Instagram page. You'll see zero posts and like. Eight followers. There will be some posts. Don't worry about that. Oh, she's growing. Yeah. She's a grower, not a shower. Now that we figured out how to get photos <laughs> and then put them up, one of the challenges of the gram. <laughs> but yeah, it's exciting. I mean, the YouTube stuff's going to be awesome. We're going to obviously film segments of the podcast, decorate the studio. We're moving out in July. So it's just going to be a 24-7 FDU hub wherever we move out of ideas and content. And uh, it's, it's going to go a whole other level next season. This this was just the start. This is the baby step. Ah, we're getting the cobwebs off. We're getting exactly back right. into the rhythm. Just getting back into radio. And it feels good. And we appreciate yeah. you guys coming along for the ride. It's yep. going to be a big second season. Yep. And uh, can't wait to bring you guys more gear. Talk about that. Talk about that. Talk about that. Talk about that.
Good job by you, Charlie. Good job by you. <laughs>